Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to episode six of Dude Reviews. This will be our first episode of an anime discussion. Uh, the three of us are pretty big weebs, watch a lot of anime, and that's why we don't try and bring it into our normal episodes, because we'll just get carried away and talk about it forever. So we're going to try doing an episode dedicated to different anime topics, with today's being... My Hero Academia Season 4 Review. So we'll be going through the different arcs in chronological order. And then after that, uh, we can talk about characters or throughout it, we can talk about characters. But the general structure, we'll be talking about it in chronological order. So Jake or Kevin, you want to kick us off? I I guess I'll kick us off by saying apologies for no videos for two weeks or podcasts or anything of the sort. We've been busy, and I know yeah. we have a diehard fan base that has just been <laughs> <laughs> waiting for a new release. Eagerly so waiting. My deepest, yeah, my deepest condolences. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, so I mean, I guess we're starting off season four. I guess if we're talking broad stroke over, over my hero, season four probably as a season is, uh, it's up there. It's probably my second favorite, maybe. Overall, with like the second season being the best, but I think I had my favorite episode and my favorite moment. But I guess starting off with the overhaul arc, uh, I mean, overhaul honestly kind of peaked with his introduction where he like kills the guy immediately when he's like negotiating with the hand guy. That was pretty cool. Is one of you guys repeatedly picking up a pen and dropping it? No, I heard that's I'm, I'm pretty wait, really? <laughs> Am I the only one hearing that? It's so annoying. I definitely heard that, dude. I definitely heard that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do think that um, that Overhaul did have a pretty great introduction, but I think he was still good as time went on, too. I mean, I, I liked his character. I, I think he was probably the best villain that um, that my heroes had. But honestly... Other than Stain? Oh. Actually, actually, no, he's definitely not the best one because I just think of Stain. Stain's better. But um, if, if you notice, you remember the guy that Overhaul kills? Magni is, is his name? Actually, yeah. that's a transsexual. It's a woman, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Dude, animes be like that sometimes. But freaking, um, you know who this guy looks like? This guy looks like the guy in Hunter x Hunter, dude. The guy with the pipe. Yeah, the pipe guy. I thought the yeah. same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, this exactly guy like from the, the pipe man, dude. So many characters I've, I've noticed look exactly like Hunter Hunter characters. It's kind of weird to me. Levi looks like the one guy in the Phantom Troop, too. Yeah, he does. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He chases but, uh, Gon and Killua out of that theater, I think, when they run into them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I guess props to Overhaul for killing the tranny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> but the reason I knew is because the League of Villains, it's that like giant man-looking person with just a big metal yeah. bar. Uh, whenever that's everyone really calls a him a he, because it looks like a he, I'm pretty sure he has like stubble. Uh, that like blood girl gets really angry and corrects them and goes she. So yeah, definitely a transsexual. But really? like why? Yeah. But like why make a character that just looks like like I don't know. That's just weird. To me. I don't know. I think it's a male voice actor as well. I don't. Know. I mean, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, but... it, it is an anime, so. Yeah. You, you, I just you, think... you gotta have the, the token tranny. Yeah, the yeah. token tranny. Or I the love lollies. that opening sequence, though, when Magna died. Just cause it was great. It was so high tension and so high stress when they're meeting in that warehouse. And then you learn that overall had his, like, 
goons or whatever in the back and it just got violent i thought it was a really yeah. cool opening yeah, it was uh, a great introduction it esta- really well it established his power right away like you knew he was like somebody to be reckoned with because he took out one of Handman's top goons yeah and he took the arm off the magical ball guy the magician I yeah like set up the what is it the shia hasai guy Hia hasai guy to be like a pretty formidable force I will say that. Yeah. That, like, we're willing to kill. Mm-hmm. Then we have Night Eye, right? I think that's, like, the next episode. Yeah. So, like, that's right. Yeah, that episode was pretty poor, in my opinion, if I'm remembering the yeah. details. Well, just because he shows up anything... to his headquarters <laughs> and the yeah. join, he has to, like, touch him or, like, snatch something away from him. And then yeah, there's that I blue girl with take... a crop top that gets put on the tickle torture machine. It was just so weird, bro. <laughs> yeah he had to like grab that thing from night eye but he, obviously he couldn't do it because night eye yeah. can see the future i think night eye's quirk was sick i thought night eye was cool uh but I, th- I just think the episode was kind of lackluster like not not really super revolutionary uh, i mean his power foresight was cool like being able to see what is it like you touch them and then he's able to see like there. an hour into the future, I think. But didn't he see how All Might died? Yeah. So it's like more than an hour. Or I is it like, like how long you touched them? I don't remember. I think he can decide how long in the future he wants to see, maybe. Like, I was always confused by that. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, because he definitely saw a day into the future uh, yeah. for one guy. So I don't really know how it works. I think he, I guess he could choose how far he sees. And maybe that determines how long the rest is before he could use it again. Because I know there's a gap where you could only use it every so often. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you guys want to like rate the season right now or at the end? Give like, our thoughts on it. Uh, we'll do it at the end. Okay. Yeah. I'll rate it overall at the end as well. Okay. Okay. Honestly, for me, the overhaul arc had its good moments. It had great moments. I was just disappointed in how, when, where overhaul's character went. Because I don't remember exactly what episode. But I think it was kind of toward, towards the end, maybe middle of it, where Overhaul kind of says his plan with, like, his, like, goon members, right? And it's to, like, play both the heroes and the villains. Like, like give the heroes an antidote and give the villains the weapons to kind of perpetuate, like, that violent cycle against each other. While, he, like, while him and his group kind of sit in the background and just kind of, like, cash in on that. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, like... That, like, established, like, his reason for doing everything. But I also don't understand why when he fought the heroes, like, he had, like, a disgust for heroes. And he, I, f- I feel like his character kind of got dumbed down a bit to just becoming, like, a stereotypical villain. When he could have been, like, a cool third-party faction within the story of My Hero. Like, it would have been cool to see Overhaul and his, uh, like, mafia group interact with both the heroes and the villains and try to play them against each other. But instead, it becomes just like the he he just becomes kind of the next step for Deku to cross over, and that kind of brought the arc down a bit for me because I thought Overhaul was a pretty cool schemer. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, I still liked him. I would say he's the second best hero after Stain, even at the end of the arc. Or did I say hero? I think I meant villain. Uh, yeah, but. <sighs> he did kind of get dumbed down or not even dumbed down for me. Just he became less scary when he was first introduced at the end of season three, uh, when they're in that city, like 
doing a heist or something like that. And then at the beginning of season four, during that meeting in the warehouse, there's so much of a dark aura around him where uh, I almost feared him. And I'm like, this guy is Mm -hmm. for real. And then the more you got exposed to him, I guess the less scary he became. He just kind of became like an angsty yeah. guy. I don't know. <laughs> and to me, that, 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 that itself shows kind of weaker motives or that they dumbed them down, in my opinion. Because there's a lot of villains that like give off that aura and then you learn more about them and it doesn't really take that away. Like, yeah. it might even add to it. Uh, I, I was going to give an example, but I feel like this character doesn't really fall into it. But I mean, you, he does develop more. Like, Hisoka in Hunter x Hunter. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I guess you learn a bit more about him, but the more you learn about him, it doesn't really take away from that. Just his how he feels dude. like whenever he he just has such a big screen presence. And I feel like the more we saw overhaul, the less intimidating he became. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- th- that's true. But I still did like his character, even when he wasn't as intimidating. And I still thought it was. I don't know. Better than the hand guy. Yeah. The hand, the hand on face oh, guy. Yeah, he's, my, he's not good. Yeah. He's yeah, just he's... a teenager that is angry at society. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, overhaul, I have high hopes for where he's going at the end of the arc. I, I mean, I could see a cool path for him after I, yeah, what the League I of really, Villains did. I really hope he gets like a cool redemption arc. Kind of like, or I, honestly, I kind of want him to become like a crocodile figure where he becomes like kind of like. Like, I guess he fights with the protagonist a bit, but it's, like, for his own means. To where he's not, like, pure, but he's kind of doing his own... Th- I don't know. I, I kind of want him to get redeemed and then kind of go on the initial path I wanted him to take. Where it's, like, he kind of plays both sides. Like, like if he gets released from the prison and Aerie heals him, obviously his first priority will be getting revenge on the hand guy. So he'll be willing to team up with the heroes to do that. And I think if the show yeah. explores that, that'll be, like, a fun... Fun arc, honestly. I don't even know if I want redemption, like... But I do agree oh, with what I want him yeah, to do. I want him to like take like a Punisher role from like yeah, the Marvel universe, exactly. where he literally I, I just goes a, around killing the League of Villains out of like I do not want anger. Him to be a hero. Yeah, I mean, kind of redemption for me in terms of making his character interesting, because I feel gotcha, like he was kind of yeah. thrown away. So I want him to be reused and redeemed in that way. No, I don't want him to become like Deku. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I agree. Then I just want him to be like the Punisher and just kill these dudes. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, he has yeah. a sick power, too, to go with it. So, Punisher roll yeah. would be dank. His power is pretty cool. And then I think the best thing about the arc was probably Mirio. And, like, yeah. I love Mirio's Mirio. fight with him. Like, that was so cool. Honestly, if we want to skip straight to that, I can talk about why Mirio is a way better character than Deku and why oh, the fight yeah. between him and Overhaul, even though it didn't get the animation budget, is so much more powerful. But I don't know if we wanted to like kind of slowly work towards it or just well, jump straight uh, in. Because I, I mean, I agree I, with you because I mean, Mirio should totally have been the one to get the the all for the one for all power. Yeah, there is something that. Though, uh, you can continue. You're good. Okay, I was gonna say, uh, even though he didn't get it with his own power, which on surface level is just an inconvenience because it's so impossible to use because you lose all sense of yourself, like sight, hearing, smell, whatever, when it's in use and the concentration it requires. Like he's that kind of prototypical protagonist that overcomes all odds to be the strongest. Whereas Deku isn't because he didn't really overcome any odds at all. He had zero chance 
and then he got the 100% guarantee. Whereas Mirio, like, I guess the chance was always there, but it took hard work to get there. Deku, he he never has a need to work hard. I know so-and-so strengthen your body, but you know he's going to become All Might, who was by far, far and away the most powerful hero. So Mm. there's no mystery there, and there's no, like, question or uh, hard work involved, which I think makes Mirio the better character. I agree. And even then, for me, this is, uh, I guess this is kind of a hot, hot take. I think Mirio would be a much better protagonist, but I still don't think Mirio, if the show started with him, would be my favorite protagonist. He'd be good, but he wouldn't be, like, a top tier. But he'd be much better than Deku, in my opinion. Wait, like, your favorite for the show or, like, ever? Because, I mean, obviously you can't compare him to, like... I mean, just, yeah, I mean, just, like, overall, like, I think Mirio being the main character would make my hero better, but, like, not significantly better. Yeah, I mean, Mirio isn't anything new. Yeah. I, if he if he were the main character, he'd be a shonen character that's been done. Yeah, he'd be like B, a bunch of times before. B-tier for me, but I still think it's a better story than Deku, who yeah. like literally doesn't have to work hard to become the strongest because it was handed to or him. Or you know, you know what made Deku's character so much more interesting? Okay, okay. Well, per- personally, I'll start off with a pet peeve. I honestly hate timid characters or timid protagonists with like a passion. I don't think there's one show that has like a timid protagonist that I like. I, I mob. See, I was thinking mob, but really, I don't think mob is like mob is secure in who he is, and he tries to live the life he wants to live, regardless of what other people say of him. You would agree, right? Like, like his like yeah. his whole like his whole stick in the show is not is like not he like he doesn't want to become chained by his power. He wants to make something of himself without power. So mob is shy, yeah. but he's secure and he's in confidence himself. in that. Yeah, because everybody says, "Oh, just use your power to do everything," but he refutes it and resolutely says no i'll do things on my own yeah so you are right there yeah deku has a lot of self-doubt and i've i've never really oh, but been... that's so stupid ah that's so stupid i can't express how dumb that is what do you mean do everything on your own the powers are a part of who you are not you can use them he's literally just, just idiot it, it literally is a golden gift from heaven to deku what do you <laughs> mean? no yeah. i'm ta- i'm talking about mob mob is such an idiot for trying to do things using his own self what like his powers aren't him like come on like it's just such a dumb and premise just just you know this guy what this guy this guy hates mob psycho guys just this <laughs> yeah. he thinks it's a garbage show so you can just any take that duncan has <laughs> completely nullified hey, here's, here's another take here's another take that duncan would agree he hasn't said it but you do definitely agree he would say Hawk from Seven Deadly Sins is a better character than Mob Psycho. And Mob yes. Psycho. Yeah. I mean, he, he thinks the, sh- the two shows compared. He thinks Seven Deadly Sins is just the far superior show. It it's, definitely is better, yeah. Maybe if you're, uh, maybe if you're a seven-year-old a and it's the first time you've seen like a medieval-type fantasy, maybe? Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a man, though, um, <laughs> no. The only... Wait, really quick, Duncan... Why do you think Mob is an idiot for not wanting to use his power and wanting to wait, find wait, his wait, own we're gonna get, What do you mean? Wait, 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 his... wait, guys, guys, guys. We're going to get way too off topic if we start talking about Mob. It's going to be okay, a 20-minute okay, show okay. about Mob, so we got to bring it back. I know, but <laughs> we can... really quick, I just need to finish this thought, though. <laughs> oh, because, no. because here's the thing. If you extend that to One Punch Man, One Punch Man, Saitama, is so bored with life because he's so ridiculously and utterly powerful. There's no challenges. There's no excitement. And so 
when you look at Mob, he's doing something that Saitama hasn't realized yet. Even if you're more powerful than everyone else in the world, you could still find happiness and fun in life by uh, seeking other routes of entertainment, basically. It's what King tried to tell uh, Saitama when he was walking his bicycle next to him, if you remember from One Punch Man I, Season 2. I, I don't that think is actually the two, a great uh, point. Kevin, that no, is a fantastic point. I don't point. think you can equate the two at all. Because you definitely one, can. Y- you've got Mob, who is a psychic, who's powerful, but it's not as comically powerful as Saitama. Dude, and two, the show isn't just Sa- about Saitama the comedy of continue. it. The show is about Saitama Sa- finding meaning Sa- in life when he's he literally can't find right. joy in anything. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Mob can still fight people that would give him a run for his money, whereas Saitama literally can't. Now, Saitama is then forced to be able to find meaning in other things, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't stop using his ultimate power in the same way that Mob shouldn't go about doing other things that aren't his psychic power, because his psychic power is who he is. The fact that he's trying to do it some other way is like trying to reject a part of yourself just to reject a part well, of yourself he doesn't I just no, I, he, I think it's a, he doesn't just reject it for no reason he uses it to defend people but he just doesn't want to use it in daily life right and i think that that's dumb i don't think that's dumb at all but let's move let's move on because we're, we're, we're gonna we're yeah, gonna get sorry. off topic forever so i i, we are. I, I think <laughs> deku would have been more interesting if personally he wasn't as timid i just don't like timid characters and secondly if he played like a batman type role if he used like smarts and like intellect to be able to beat heroes without any powers and using, like, gadgets and stuff. That would have been cool. It would have been cool if he took on, like, a Batman-type role, and then then maybe he got, like, a power with that. I don't know, but I just don't find Deku's character interesting. Yeah, I don't mind that he's timid. I think it's kind of a fresh change in some ways from the typical shonen protagonist. My issue is just how he gets his power and how there's no question that he'll be the strongest. Uh... But in terms of, like, his timidness and his smarts, how he's not that kind of stereotypical, like, I'll fight anybody, I eat a lot of food, I do so-and-so, like, at least he's a bit of a change, so I don't mind that. I just I just mind the plot surrounding him. I mean, I I, I agree with both. It just, I, I, I just personally don't like timid characters. I'm trying to think of... Oh, yeah. so... How about, you, I was about yeah. to bring up like, Sonny. Like yeah, I know, I was just about to say. He reminds me of Armin. And I just do not like Armin at all. Oh yeah, that that you hate that, Armin that, that from honestly Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan for me so badly that decision. That's Wait, don't I'm... don't don't yeah, I wouldn't spoil that just because yeah. Yeah. Um, um, uh, okay, but actually, going to Sunny Dare is a good point because I think that's kind of the first notable thing that happens in this season is his like fight, Tamaki versus like the like three of the elite members, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, why do I why do I like? Sun Eater more. Why do you like him but not Deku? Yeah, yeah, because he's like They're the most timid, timid character ever, and that's why I hate him because he's so I love freaking timid. You hate. And what do you think of his power? For all the viewers, his power is amazing. What do you think of his power? Is strong, but I, it, I just think it's kind of dumb. It's so creative. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's got so much versatility. It's so unique. I've never seen anything like that before. But Duncan just hates his timidness and shyness, so he extends that to the power and says. Oh, it's just a lame power because a lame guy uses it. No, that's what that, I feel. No, the moment I got introduced, I just thought it was a, I don't know, just a dumb power. I'd rather him have like, like, super speed. That's what? that's so, so unoriginal. Okay, uh, no, okay, but I'll explain why I like Sunny Eater more. So it's it's not. I, I misspoke earlier. It's not necessarily Deku's timid nature, but. Uh, 
I don't even know how to articulate this well. Because something about Deku just pisses me off. Um, is it how he questions it's, himself? It's all, it's, Sun Eater is timid, it's but all of I think he's resolute in his yeah, actions. Yeah, it's his self-doubt, and also along with that, his internal dialogues with himself piss me off, dude. And he, like, like I feel like Deku in every situation, in, in every scene he's in, I have to go, there's like a minute of him just talking to himself. Like, oh no, what do I do in this situation? Ah, 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 ah. In every situation the man gets in, which annoys me. Um, and I think what you said with Sun Eater before kind of makes sense. Like, he's timid, but a bit more resolute in what he does. And I think, I, I just think Sun Eater's character in itself is, like, funnier than Deku. Like, like the, like the timidness kind of works with this character because it's kind of puts, him, puts himself in comedic situations. Like, it's like getting hit. It's like, it's like he'll beat up a villain and the villain will say something like, oh, I don't like your outfit. And then he gets all sad, which I think is funny. Yeah. It's like it's like when people in when One Piece would get hit by Perona's like negative ghost. It's just funny because the the things that ha- like the bad things that happen to him are so trivial. So to see that be as like block is just funny to me. Yeah, I, I just I just see him as pathetic. I don't I <laughs> dude, I don't. And what's so pathetic? He's just shy in front of people. And he does have some self-doubt, but he still knows what he wants to be and is striving to be that despite his shortcomings. I mean, he's sort of striving to be that despite his shortcomings. I mean, he is. Like, what, what do you mean? He like, what do you mean he does? He's one of the big three. Like, he's, he's literally the fight, but like, he's he's just totally resigned himself to not being as confident or good as literally everybody else that we've ever met in the entire show. He just struggles with self-confidence. And I just think that makes him like a lame character. So just having a... Well, that makes, that makes sense because, because you like because you like Mary Sue characters that are literally just perfect in every way that have no struggles. You're like, oh, this character has a negative character trait. They're trash. They suck. <laughs> no. Mom doesn't want to use his powers. What, yeah. a, what a loser, dude. That's basically yeah. Duncan on any character. Unless they're perfect and extremely strong, Duncan does not like that. <laughs> that's not true hawks you we literally just said i like hawks more than mob and mob is way stronger embarrassing than embarrassing takes but but hawks has self-confidence but it's unfounded self-confidence hawks is irritating hawks sucks and hawks is annoying and i was glad when hawks died in season one that was the only and redeeming moment depressed when hawks came back he to gets life. i know i was so happy you you can't even understand I, I, how happy I don't want to talk about this. When Hawks got rezzed, I'm like, I might not watch season two. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be able to, but maybe not. I was so for happy. me okay. And then for me with my hero. So you you guys said the Mary moment would be one of your top moments. Personally within mm-hmm. the arc, I think Kirishima's moment was better than Mario's. For me. I was just about to say, after Sun Eater came the Red Riot fight. Yeah, I love, then, I love, uh, I love that fight. I thought that was a great fight. Yeah, that 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 was really good. But I think the second best was Deku's bunch oh, of punches from I, the sky. I, honestly, I think I might have skipped part of that, that fight because I was so bored watching it. You just hate Dude, Deku. Dude, it's You're the most boring fight I've ever seen. Okay, not I've ever seen, but it's just a typical Deku fight that I, I didn't really, wasn't emotionally invested in. But let's talk about the Red... Wait, which Deku fight? The infinite 100% or whatever. But let's... Oh, let's, yeah. I want to get to that later. That was I, annoying. I have yeah. so many yeah, issues with that. We can, we can talk trash on that fight later. But Wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no. It, no. It, it, it wasn't the, the 
it, it, no, it wasn't even 100%. It was, it was the one where he was above uh, Chizaki and he did all those punches. What? That's Who's the one Chizaki? I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the one from like the the o- overhaul guy. You're talking about the one where he does fight. My... Yes, you're talking about the one with the muscle guy, no. right? No. I, wait, I thought dude, we were talking in, no, about infinite, where Aerie is dude, on his infinite, back and he's it's, fighting it's like infinite overhaul 100% and overhaul turns into because a giant monster. Aerie, Aerie, oh. Yeah, yeah, no. Trust me, I know the fight you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was trash. I have so many problems well, with that fight, and that fight is the perfect example why Mirio's the better fight, I'm, but yeah, we can get I'll let to you it. cover that one. I'll, I'll talk a bit about Kirishima's fight. So firstly, it was cool to see Fat Gum <laughs> like jacked. I thought that was cool. Like, his ability to absorb punches in itself was cool. I actually love the villain in their little fight, because I love villains like that. He, just somebody who's so obsessed with being the strongest and having power. He doesn't even really care that he's working for overhaul. He just wants to like have a good fight. I love those kind of the, mm-hmm. like not even villains, just characters in general. I love. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think, I think Hiroshima, Hiroshima's fight kind of showcased the kind of development I like in heroes. And it's something I think Deku lacks. So Kirishima. So I think this is, this is like my beef with Deku. Is Deku immediately from the show's inception is already the perfect ideal of like a hero. Like he has all the hero qualities, but he's not, uh, he just doesn't have the power. Basically. Would you agree? No, I think that he still doesn't have like the, the self-confidence in that stuff. I think he has the ability to act, but I don't think that he is confident enough in his, you know, no, to but, do but that. He, he, like, he basically, like you said, he's kind of meat. Yes, okay. But basically, he is the essence of the character. It's shown in the first episode when he charges to save Bakugo, even though he had no power. So, like, like fundamentally, his, I mean, he's the his perfect nature, hero in that. His nature, he, he's already fundamentally like a hero. He just doesn't have the power. He's 100% good. Yeah. There's, like, no badness yeah. in him. So, th- this, is, this is my thing, and this is something that the Kirishima fight so- showcases. It gives his backstory, Kirishima's right, and it shows, uh, it shows two girls in trouble from, like, a villain. And Kirishima isn't able to do anything because he's, like, super fearful, right? He, like, struggles immensely with fear. And so, it was, it was, like, a, it was like, really cool and kind of emotional to see him be able to stand up against uh, Kendo in his fight and become that unbreakable shield to protect others. And she, the inspiration he took from, what was the hero that he looked up to? D- defense something? Crimson yeah, Crimson Riot. Riot. Uh, looking up to him and realizing that fear is just like a part of like being human and to stand up in the face of fear and become the shield for those he wants to protect. Like that's something he can do. And so seeing him make that step was like a good emotional moment. And I think that's something Deku as a character Deku can't have those moments because Deku is already inherently good and doesn't have any negative character traits. And I think those negative character traits overcoming that is what makes a story good. And what, and what it, that is what makes characters developments fun and interesting and emotional. Uh, yeah. I think that, that Deku does have ways to improve though. Becoming confident saying, I'll beat you. Ah, well, like, 
just like discovering new things about how to do oh, stuff, to kick like instead of punching, um, changing his oh, text. Oh. Yeah, like like, cha- oh, like changing Duncan, his text from to punching, punching to kicking. Things. That is outrageous. <laughs> changing kicking. from punching to kicking versus overcoming your innate human nature to do something good. Come on, that that's the that's a stupid yeah, that's a stupid but, comparison. Duncan, that is stupid. I remember when. Uh, Deku switched to kicks. I remember you kind of being like a little mind blown, like, wow, he really I was changing it I up was pissed and not that hitting the all might mold. And I'm like, he just figured that this out. This guy is now? actually autistic. And that was and the big reveal. Are so you serious? Dumb. So stupid. That just pissed me <laughs> off. Don't even try to make that comparison, you bonehead. No. They acted like it was some crazy reveal, and I'm like, no, that's a t- just a toddler could have figured that out. Kick. That's oh, not- my arms oh, hurt. Let me it's kick not- instead. It is not a mind-blowing... It's so... Okay. Uh... It's not... No, no, no. It's not because he just switched from kicking to... Or from punching to kicking. It's because the reason why he was doing punching so much is because he was trying to be All Might. And then when he switched to kicking, it was him resigning himself to be like, look, like, I can be my own hero. I can take this power that All Might gave me, and I can make it my own. It it uh, showed itself. It... it um what do you call it? It, it, man, it manifested itself in switching from punching to kicking. But the root of that was that he realized that he didn't have to be All Might. He could be Deku while also using that power. And that was the uh, impactful so, thing. So for me, I just don't see that as nearly as impactful as Kirishima's. I think Kirishima's has much more rela- relatability than Deku's. Kirishima's is overcoming fear. I think every human being in existence can at least somewhat relate to overcoming fear. Maybe not to protect others from like life and death situations, but overcoming fear. Whereas Deku's is like it. So his is basically I'm my own. I like I'm my own. I don't need to copy you. I'm my own hero. Which I I just I just yeah, don't think that is as impactful emotionally. And I think I think that's and a, you don't think Deku's ever had to have those overcoming fear moments. It, I think it, that it definitely has it definitely. I think that Deku does have that. Been shown in a way of equal to Kirishima's moment. Well, I don't think I think Deku is so good and so uh, willing to put himself in danger to save others. He hasn't really had those moments because when Bakugo was getting destroyed by the slime monster, Deku just ran in there without thinking to help. And when you contrast that with Kirishima, when you saw those two girls getting attacked by the other monster, he wasn't able to act. And so I think Deku doesn't have that problem to the same extent. He's absolutely willing to put himself out there because he's like the perfect person, basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm trying to say is like he still does stuff in spite of Yes, but it's not not to the extent of other characters, which makes him less impactful to me. I guess it's still impactful to me that he's willing to do that. Yeah. For example, on the muscular fight, like when he stood up to that guy against all odds, like broken and battered and like not sure if he could take him, like he still does do it. I just think Kirishima is more of a stark example of overcoming fear. Yeah, I mean, Jake didn't like that I mean, muscular I, fight, I, and I, 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 mean, yeah, I, I, I loved that fight. Let me but... surpass my limits and go one thousand percent. Oh, that's interesting. And let me punch him okay, hard. One thousand percent. Let me punch him hard. Yes. No, that's what they, it is. It's let me punch him hard. It, it, it was, it's not an interesting it was not, fight. He doesn't it was develop not a new one... strategy. It's let me punch the man harder. 
which takes away from from any emotional nuance there oh even worse okay even worse because you can punch so so your maximum capacity you can punch what is honestly what even is a million divided by 100 do some quick math for me is it a thousand? <laughs> a million divided. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure okay. it's a thousand. Ten, no, okay. ten thousand. Okay, so you're That's saying 10, you're saying he he does the strongest punch possible, like physically possible, and for some reason, because of emotional circumstances, he can punch ten thousand times as harder. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. It, ma- it makes no sense, dude. <laughs> Except he didn't actually do that because yes, the author made a comment. Was... He said, Oh, in actuality, that was probably about twenty percent of uh all one for all true just, power, it's but just dumb. Just at that point you don't, of Deku's you don't, development, you don't that need, was all he could do. You don't do. need to say, I'm going this much past my limits. You can make a, a, a emotional without it, without literally just saying he's going one million percent. I think that took away from it. Okay, wait. Yeah. But, or without saying, go beyond plus yeah, ultra. It's lame. That's the it's worst thing I've ever heard. It is. Okay, but he could have also just been hyping himself up. That's a lame way to hype yourself. Right. <sighs> okay, dude. Like... Like, I, like, before, like, a, a swim race or a water polo meet, like, you hype yourself up, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to crush these guys, even if you know that that's right, even if you know that, that, that that's Ryan Cow, and he's going to totally Ryan beat Ryan Cow, him. dude. Okay. Le- okay, let me yeah. give an example of a fight of, of that exact nature that I think was just executed at, su- at such a better rate. Okay. You already know what I'm going to say. Uh, okay, you, you're you're going to say you're going to say Luffy versus yes, uh, versus that Luffy. is that height, but a million times yeah. better. That is how you <laughs> will fight like that. That is surpassing your limits in a non-lame way. And this. Okay. Yes, but no one, no one can do it like well, Oda can. I, I, Obviously, no, here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've seen the... fights that do that okay. good. It's not not that good. Like not not that's the peak. But, well, to yeah, me, but this that, fight but wasn't that... even near. That. Yeah, because it wasn't even near that. That. That is the epitome of a, a protagonist. No, I, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen in Black Clover. It's... The fights in Black Clover do this in a way that doesn't bother me as much as Deku did it there. There's just a, plenty of other shonen where they they're able to do this trope, but it's executed in at least a decent way to where I'm not visibly annoyed. Seeing Deku go say yell one million percent, it just annoyed me and took away from any any emotional resonance the scene would have carried for me. Well, it definitely doesn't make sense because if 100% is supposed to technically be 100% of All Might's power, and if All Might literally went a million percent, like it, it would have <laughs> obliterated probably the entire mountain range. <laughs> like if if you took 10,000% of All Might's like ultimate power, you would probably have turned everything there to nothing. All right. Well, let's move on to Mirio because I know yeah the I next part which was to say on this. Oh yeah, Mirio. Yeah, I I guess if we're moving on to the overhaul fight, I'll just touch briefly on why I think even though that fight was made out to be this epic shining moment for Deku, it really shined light on his shortcomings and Mirio's greatness. So Mirio gets there first and he's fighting. And as he's fighting overhaul, it's, as I mentioned earlier, just through sheer force of will and training, even though his quirk isn't on the surface amazing and he's defeating overhaul and end of the day he gets shot by the uh the bullet that takes away one's quirk protecting a life so in ways that he's similar to deku both are absolutely willing to put themselves in harm's way to protect others and so deku and mirio are both awesome heroes in that way but i think the difference is mirio got to where he was 
through sheer force of will and training. Whereas when Deku is fighting Overhaul, he's got a cheat code area right attached back. to his back so that he could go all for one, uh, one for all, 100% without destroying his body. And I just find it so frustrating. All that did is shine light on the fact that Deku like hasn't put in the hours and hasn't trained to the same extent Mario has. Okay. I know he's more new with his quirk, but it's like one of them was gifted everything in the world and gets the spotlight, and the other one was gifted nothing. No, but he but like he wasn't he way. can't okay. Deku can't even use the gifted quirk until he like gets his body to that point. So like he he is putting in the hours. We you see him like in every episode. He's the one that stays up the latest training. He's the one that seeks out extra training. But it's because he was gifted his quirk so much later in life that he hasn't even had the chance to put in as much time as Mirio had. If he had been given that quirk at the same age that Mirio had, I'm sure he'd be far surpassing Mirio right now. In terms of in terms training. of power, yeah, because this yeah. is a cheat code. But <laughs> as of right now, I just think it's dumb how Deku gets the spotlight when he literally, like, what he did in that fight required no training. He basically just went all out the same way he did when he uh, was at the training exam and he punched that giant robot. It showed no development from that point because he had the same level of output, except this time he just had Aerie healing him. Because the only way he was able to defeat Overhaul was by going all out, and he still hasn't gotten his body to the point where he he gets bailed out. Because he just, it literally physically was impossible. Yeah, and I'm frustrated by that fact, because he he already has the cheat code quirk, now he has the cheat code backpack who just heals him so he can use the quirk without even learning it. He's been training day and, he's been training day and night to try and like you get his power but that's to not work better with his body and it just the it takes a long the, time the entire universe compared to mario training but it's but limited it's, it's limited by his body okay here, here's another here's another point i honestly don't think deku has had to sacrifice as much as mirio mirio literally to save the to save iri sacrifices his powers and when he's in the hospital talking with deku deku's like astounded that like mirio is like just happy he was able to save a life like he's smiling like he's not like downtrodden at all from having lost his power. Whereas because Deku already has this innately OP ability, Deku honestly hasn't had to sacrifice much. Whenever he gets hurt, he gets healed instantaneously by the lady at freaking school, the nurse. Like, Deku hasn't had anything where he's really sacrificed. I mean, not permanently, exactly, not no, permanently. but he's, he didn't know. That. No, no, but he didn't know that. Like, he's gone through things where he was fully prepared to make that sacrifice. It's just because of, yeah, because that, of plot that ruins armor. It. He, he, that ruins it. He, he, was, re- he was rewarded plot that. Plot armor but, is a negative No, no, no. But his character was fully willing to... He was fully no, I don't willing care that he's to, fully make willing that to make that sacrifice. Though. I want to see... No, that's not that's what matters. That's all that matters. No. That's no, all that, that matters, though. No, there has to be consequences to Wait, what you do. stop. Stop. That, that isn't is all dumb. that matters. That is dumb. I would rather he... Mirio have gotten his quirk no. back like right what? afterwards. That would be just as impactful. No, you. Oh my what? god, Duncan. That's oh not as impactful. And, no. and it would no. be better. There has Kevin, to be and it would be better. It would be better that way. It I'm would just, be better. How is it just as impactful if there's no consequences? Because the consequences he was fully of your actions exactly. are what make the actions impactful. He was fully prepared. He was fully prepared to lose his quirk. And then. Right. It just makes it a worse story when he doesn't get it back. Like, he should get it back, and it's like, okay, good. He he actually has his quirk again, and he can fight again, but he was prepared to do that, so we know that's the kind of person that he is. I just... 
I mean, yeah, it looks good for him, but if he got it back immediately, I'd be like, that, you know how well, boring now, that makes the story, uh, Duncan? The sacrifice Duncan, you he made just that isn't as powerful. If you know that whenever a character does anything that could be dangerous, oh, it's good. Look, three episodes ago, he got his power back immediately. I'm sure it'll be. It takes away from any sense of urgency going on in a story. If, if you know immediately that nothing bad will happen to the characters, or it, oh, it's okay, it'll be fine. No, but you don't know because it could always he, change. No, that no. could be the I mean, time. And then you hope every time it him as a person. Like for, like for me, as I'm watching, I'm still not knowing whether or not something good is going to happen. I might think like, okay, it probably will, but you still, you, you, you never know. But I'm deep down hoping that it will all work out. And then when it does end up working out most of the time, I don't complain because that's it's exactly It's so what boring when things, oh, never mind. I don't feel like talking about that. I mean, this is why I love Superman, and you don't like Superman. You think he's boring, no, and I think he's I don't amazing. Think, I don't think I, I think Superman is boring when it's a contest of strengths because Superman is the strongest, so you always know it's gonna he's gonna win. Superman Superman stories are at their best yeah. when when Superman's put in like a philosophically tough position, like like if no matter what he does, like loss of life will occur, or like 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 things in which he can't just get out can't win by brute strength or stories in which Superman thrives as a character. And I think the same goes for Deku here. So whenever Deku gets in, into a fight where it's where it's fight or it's physical prowess, Deku has the strongest power. So, you know, he's going to win. And you, you, you can say the BS, you well, can, you he can doesn't, say the BS. No, right. you can say he the doesn't BS, have oh, the strongest power right now. That, that still, that, that still takes away from it, dude, because you know, he has the strongest ability. Like in a few years, he might, in a few years, he might be able to. It just, fully realize it just that makes ability, combat but like, not he doesn't right now. As having, but you say he might a, be able to fully realize it. There's no question. Having a philosophical conflict is what makes stories well, much more interesting. Like if Deku could be philosophically opposed to the hand guy, it would actually, it would actually enhance the hand guy as a villain. The hand guy doesn't make sense because not only is his philosophy not that great, Deku is doesn't serve as a foil for his philosophy. So it, they just they don't make sense as opposing villains really. Yeah, I, I guess we kind of have to move on a little bit to the next part, which is the kids and the, the, next the exam. Actually, yeah, this part of the okay. season was I'm lame, gonna be honest, dude, but I Jake loved it. I enjoyed this part of the season. You'll be surprised. Firstly, it has the wit. And just really quick to set the stage, this is where uh, Bakugo and Todoroki yeah, go to that kids. like training since they failed the hero's license exam. Yeah. Because nobody's going to remember it because it was firstly, too random. First, I like to say, the wind guy, I love that guy. That guy, that guy should have been the protagonist. Okay, I love that guy too. That bumps the show up a lot, dude. I love the wind guy. Great character. <laughs> that, see, the, the wind guy is the kind of protagonist I like. I love characters like that. But, um... What? He, he's a, what, what are you going to uh, say? No, what are you going to say, Just dude? Continue. I love the wind guy. <laughs> what are you going to say? He's what? He's obnoxious. Oh my goodness. What? He's so funny. Wait, what's Jared? obnoxious about him? He like slams his head on the ground. He's passionate. Yeah, because he's, he's so respectful. He's passionate. He's angry. He's not angry. It's passionate. He's so passionate, dude. dude. I don't know. I, I just get a I weird absolutely... vibe from him. What? Like he could be a bad dude, guy. I guarantee you. Wait, you think wind guy could be a bad guy? Anymore. The wind guy. No way, dude. You... <laughs> now, now, Kevin, Kevin, you he's the one to go bad on You have to admit, Duncan has some social autism. 
Dude, he is not able. Dude, he is not able. He is not <laughs> able there's to There's 0% chance the wind guy goes back. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. That's crazy talk. Oh he my. he definitely seemed better in season four, but when the first year exams were, he definitely seemed like he could be a bad guy. Why? Because he didn't get along with Todoroki. Because he was he just had well, he a didn't weird like Todoroki because it never was a dick bag to him, and so he thought Todoroki was kind of one and the same. But okay, let let but let. Well, because Endeavor's we'll, a we'll child talk about Endeavor later because Endeavor person. happens to be is my favorite character in my hero academia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no way. Wait, and really quick, let all the viewers know, I was on that Endeavor hype train like a year ago. I'm like, he has flaws, but I'm telling you, he was the yeah. only guy who oh, was actually oh, trying I want to, to talk about all night. I've been on that Endeavor train for a while, even though he's kind of a messed up dude. Okay, <laughs> but the we'll, school, the we'll get school. to Endeavor at I'm the I'm not going to say bit, much cause... here because it's, pre- it's pretty simple, but I thought it was kind of beautiful in its simplicity. So I like the Wind Hero, but I like this arc, and I think it's something my hero can do well at times, is kind of showing the societal impacts that, like heroes and villains and quirks have had on the society right so it's it's kind of bland and milk toast like they uh todoroki all those heroes they go back ago they all go to teach the kids and try to help them because or try try to make them uh because they're all very like cocky because as it turns out uh as quirks pass down from generation to generation they get stronger and stronger and because of this innate strength they have they don't see it as necessary to kind of respect the people above them and they kind of already have god god complexes which can be a really big negative impact on kind of the world in my hero academia as a whole if if teachers and the heroes before them aren't able to rein these kids in and show them what it means to be a hero so i think it was interesting i think it was it was nice because they tried all these ways to teach them and get the kids on their side all for naught but when they showed them how to use their powers to make something beautiful that is kind of what got the kids attention and made them want to become heroes and help kind of spread that kind of beauty in society. So that's why I like those three episodes. They weren't mind blowing, but I thought it had a good message and it didn't have Deku in it, which was another plus. So I, that's why I think those three were kind of underrated episodes. <laughs> Anything without plus. Deku is a plus, bro. Well, I don't think Deku's the greatest character, I do but this, you he, actually He's down there with Eliotis, dude. Well, I mean, oh man! Well, Meliodas is pretty bad, but at I least mean, he's entertaining. I like Meliodas, but that's, the rapist. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's another that's another discussion. Have you guys heard the theory about the quirks getting stronger as that's they what I move down the generations? The uh, right there's the theory that um, the One Punch Man world is just a few hundred years in the future from My Hero Academia, and it's the same world. And that Saitama was given the one for all. I don't want. I don't uh, want to combine these worlds because it's a disservice. Just to so so strong. Have it in the same sentence as My Hero. So let's not. I, oh my I don't gosh. even want to hear. I don't, <laughs> you hate theories. My Hero, Jake. I've heard that theory, Duncan. Yeah, it's not. It, obviously, it's not like a real theory because it's different authors and the timelines don't match up at all. Right. One Punch Man. I, I, I don't know, was it serialized first? I don't actually know, but it is kind of a funny like meme. To now, think Kevin, about. I know, I know yeah. these were your favorite episodes. The yeah. school festival. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, the school festival. At the start, I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's kind of like a slice of life little portion of a shonen. I, I think I'll enjoy this. I'm like, I like the atmosphere. I like the happiness, the break after the intensity 
of the uh, Shea Hasai guy raid. Plus, it introduced. I won't even call yes. him a villain. I'm going to call him gentle a hero. Criminal. Gentle criminal. He is, he, dude, gentle a criminal hero? is a great character. I'm going to call him a hero. Say anything trash. He is. He's a good character. I think he's a hero. How do you not? How do you he's, think he's a bad character? He's not a hero. Well, he's he's definitely a bad guy for doing the things that he did. What did he's he do classy. that was so bad? He's classy. Sold himself dude. in a grocery store, stealing a package of donuts. He literally, Deku to his face, said, if you do this... The girl who's never smiled before won't, won't smile like at this festival, and he's like, "I don't care. I'm still gonna pursue That's my great. dreams." That's great. Pursue your dreams. What a terrible yes. guy. And honestly, and honestly, Deku oh telling you anything would make me go against guy. whatever Deku says. He's not terrible. If Deku tries to act condescending to you, it's like the who's the climate change chick from Sweden? Yeah, it's like Greta Thunberg telling you Greta to do Thunberg. something. It's the same vibe, dude. Oh yeah, who is that? I always see Reddit posts about her. You don't, I don't know get it. Thunberg is? Well, I, I always see like her name in Reddit posts, but I don't know like what she does. Yeah. I know it's she's just like people... an environmentalist or something. She's she she's like a sixteen year old girl that gave a speech on climate change, saying that we stole her childhood away because of climate change, and then she's been paraded around as this champion of the left. And now she's like serving on like the CNN panel of experts for the coronavirus lockdown and all that, and it's it's just super weird. What are her qualifications? She's a sixteen year old that's really upset about um, capitalism. To be honest, I'm upset about capitalism too. Warming. So I agree with you on that. Greta. Oh, <laughs> but let's talk about gentle criminal. Gentle criminal. Oh dang, I didn't know that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Jake, just really quick to make sure you're about to say what I agree with. Are you about to go in into uh, the fact that yes. he shows how oh, the hero society go, has Kevin. some flaws? No, gentle, I was going to say. Gentle okay, criminal. good. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Gentle you're about to explain why he's so good. This go is another, like I said earlier with the kids, a thing my hero does well is showing how hero society has impacted certain characters. The reason why Gentle Criminal is an interesting character is because when in his backstory, it shows him failing to become a hero. He doesn't have the right abilities. He doesn't have the right strength or mindset to become a hero, even though he wants to help people. He tries to, he tries to help the person falling from the building and it ends up like almost killing a hero instead. And I think... Sorry, let me grab a sip of water. And I think his character is really interesting because... Yeah. He ends up out. He ends up an outcast, uh, an outcast of the society, desiring some sense of purpose and fulfillment. And since he's denied by hero society, he tries to find this by becoming an infamous villain, which makes his character super interesting because he he was he's kind of a victim of his circumstances and not necessarily an evil character. It's because of the hero society itself that he took the path he took. He wasn't. What? That's true. Oh my gosh! You yes. can't just say, "Okay," but that's such a, like a l- lack of no. personal responsibility. No, it... Like, oh, it was society's fault. Like, it's it, not it my was, fault. It that was. I am who it I am. was a societal it's the society problem. that yes. shaped me to be this way. No, it's that's not. Such a cop out excuse. To it makes way more sense society. than Handman, though, because Handman just hates society for nothing. At least Gentle Criminal, he has amazing intentions. He wanted to do good. But he fell short in the society where it seems being a hero is everything. And that's what he felt was right for him to do. And so he lashes out, but it makes sense. It's, like, it's a human. We know why he did it. Handman? 
Dude, that Jim guy has no I like logic because his his desires and his reasons for doing things make sense, and it comes off very human. He's not an evil person. He just wants to be recognized. And because and because when he wanted to become a hero, he didn't have the grades or the skill set. He was cast aside and, and seen as useless. And when he was seen as trash, all he wanted was just to have some sense of worth. That's yeah, but that's, that, a, that's but that doesn't. I didn't say that doesn't justify it. Justify I said his it's actions. what makes him a brilliant character and a great character. Great, all many many. I think it does justify his actions. He's a hero. And I'll tell you why. Oh, He's dude, a hero that, to that, that little that, weird looking that, girl that, that follows him around because he drew Sharpie eyeshadows that on his is eyes another great because example. she felt but, bad about it. Okay, no. he's, he's a lowly lover. Oh my lover. gosh, Duncan. I'm actually, Duncan, I'm actually pissed off. No. <laughs> no. Duncan, it's actually, not that Duncan, relationship, you sicko. You sicko. She literally said, not in a sexual said, manner. I love you. Oh and my, he said, I love Duncan, you too. Oh my, Duncan, you have and no And she's like in middle school. It, it, it's so it's so obvious. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Duncan, you think Gentle no. likes her in that oh way? Oh my god, yes, no. that was so no. obvious. Oh, you think he's dude, a pedophile? Dude, the reason, dude, you the think reason, Gentle dude, criminal is a no, pedophile. not they at all. Literally had a oh romantic relationship. Oh my god, <laughs> what? No, he saw this hurt young girl, and he's like, he, I need to give her protection. He saw She's somebody who was suffering world. from the same. I'm gonna thing take he her was. in. She didn't have a place. She had no purpose. She allowed him into into his life as a sidekick. It what it wasn't I it wasn't a relationship. You. I agree with you. And he's like, "Ooh, I'm what gonna... are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. You think he took her in because he's a pedophile, not because he saw a hurt girl that he could protect? Not necessarily. I mean, yes, a pedophile, but not necessarily trying to be like, what like evil about what? it. In no, sense, pedophilia. Like, you know what? He genuinely. Pedophilia. You you can't just be. You can't just be. No, no, no. Dude, I, I, a girl doesn't make you inherently a pedophile. He didn't. He didn't do anything that was pedo. But he fell in. No. But I think he fell in love with her, and no. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like pedophilia. loving your daughter. I'm not saying he was trying to what? take advantage of her, and I and I don't think and I don't think he ever would take advantage of her. But not I do sexu- think not he sexually, dude. And I think that she had feelings for him. It's one way. She absolutely loves him romantically, but he loves her as like a daughter that he could protect. But I will admit, going the other way, I'm pretty sure that weird looking shit. And so it really annoyed me when in their fight with Deku, like Deku didn't really like the fight didn't acknowledge any of the nuance of their characters. And it was basically Deku being, no, you can't do that. It'll hurt a girl's feelings. Like, like they never really acknowledged gentle criminals issues, which would have made the fight because once again more interesting and it's another reason Deku annoys me as a protagonist but it's because Deku's um, Deku's reasoning and all of that was more important than Gentle Criminals because Gentle Criminal was going about it the wrong way what was he going about the wrong way he was because trying society to get recognition aside, so why would he try to go through to the route that threw him out in the a, first place He, Why he would he do that? Because that's the right thing well, to do. I mean, you can't blame Duncan, society for honestly, all. Duncan, so I what? don't understand. Deal with it. It was definitely a societal issue that brought him to where he was, and trying to work through the system again wouldn't have yielded that, any results. He could just that is so himself. vague. Okay, I'll. I'll but do, wait, but Duncan, you like Deku. Gentle Criminal is just where Deku would be if he didn't get the absolute cheat code of one for all. Sure, exactly. And Deku, you wouldn't so, see 
And Deku, you wouldn't see robbing, you know, stores. Yeah, Deku would have probably just killed himself. Because when his mom told him to end the power, he school. literally looked like he just wanted to kill himself. So that's probably where he would have gone. He probably just would have shot himself in the head. <laughs> De- De- Deku would not have been gentle. Yeah, because like he I, actually, I agree. Okay. I agree. Because at the end of the day, I, can we agree? Duncan, he's not evil. Duncan, Gentle Duncan, criminal is Duncan, a sign that Duncan, villains have motives that aren't criminal? evil. Sure. I, 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 Duncan, best, I agree with you. Gentle, best, gentle criminal is not like at Deku. Best he's gentle anti-hero, criminal but he's not has much more will, willpower than Deku. Gentle criminal, gentle criminal tried to do what he could to get the recognition. Oh he my deserved. gosh. If Deku didn't get the power, Deku would have just faded into nothing. Deku would have faded into oblivion. He didn't deserve any recognition. Gentle he criminal didn't deserve. has that willpower. He didn't deserve love, any recognition. I love gentle He was criminal. terrible at using his quirk. Da, da, criminal da, didn't da, da, use da, the recognition da, da, deserves. Da, da, he didn't da, da, deserve. Da, da, da. He didn't deserve any recognition. He got terrible grades da, in school. Da, da, he was bad at using his quirk. And he Kevin, had this is why I just like, can't trust on. Duncan's opinions on these matters. But um, <laughs> I think he's a great character. I, I like Gentle Criminal. I like him. Yeah, you you think he's a hero, Kevin? After doing mean things. <laughs> okay, that was a that was a joke. I don't actually think like, he's honestly, a hero. I just think he's like, honestly, a really if I could awesome be friends with people in my he's hero a good world, guy. I would definitely hang out with Gentle Criminal. He seems like a fun, eccentric guy. Hawks. Yeah, I'd hang out. I with, mean, Hawk, uh, Hawks is like the same the Hawks. Dude. Yeah, the the real Hawk, not Hawks the pig, <laughs> the cool Hawk. Okay, but really quick, the school festival. So that part was cool. But can we all agree that that band performance when they're all on stage jumping around and running and Aries and the crowd smiling? That was that was was some of the most cringeworthy crap I've ever seen in my life. It was hard to get through. I mean, I really like the part where it showed that Aries smiled because it showed that because that that was that was like the final. As soon as they brought it, I was like, oh, it's gonna be some cheesy thing where it's like, oh, their performance brings her joy. She'll be able to smile again. So lame. So lame. Yeah. That that was no, the final. Duncan, that was the final thing, resolution. Like you you love all the extremely cheesy over drama. That's like that's why you love Seven Deadly Sins. It's the most like lame <laughs> conclusions and plots, dude. And that is basically Aries thing. It's just not, I, the, dumb. She finally got to smile after seeing them happy no, and performing. I'm glad she smiled, but that execution was cringy, dude. No, why did they do a Kevin, musical? I disagree. Yeah, so I, weird. I would rather miss. I would rather them do something. And it was else, arrogant. Make... All the other classes probably hated on them. Like, why are they bringing all the attention to themselves? Sure, I would rather Gosh. them do something else. But to me, the fact that the 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 thing I liked about it was the fact that they changed that girl's life. Oh, but yeah, I liked it too. But she probably would have smiled at the festival without that cringeworthy performance. But Jake didn't boring. like that part. That's I would have been more. I would have been more happy if during the performance somehow Overhaul comes back with his abilities, dude. And you just see a look of terror in Aries' face, dude, as Overhaul just comes in and starts clapping fools. That would have been entertaining. I would have been laughing. <laughs> that would have been a great episode, dude. <laughs> he yeah. have arms. So he just magically poofs him back. It's my hero, dude. It's my hero. He no. can just get healed. You know what matter. else I hated about that episode, though? Dude, it was. I hated the part where I think there were two people. They were from like the school oh, business or something like that. that so it was that bad, guy with the dude. giant newsacre chin and that yeah. girl. And at first they were like hating on class one <laughs> A. They're like, yeah. "Oh, you guys suck. We don't care. Let's go watch just to see them fail." And then it, it cuts to them in the audience. And they're like <laughs> jamming out happy. And then afterwards they go up to them and they're like, 
you know, we're sorry. We only came to see you guys fail, but you were so really cringe. awesome. So I cringe. hated that with a passion. That was awful. It was. It was awful to see. I mean, I kind of like that because it just showed how much better dude, you are, was than Dude, you are... Oh, my God, Duncan. They're <laughs> you, not better. You only... They're not better. You are such a classist, dude. Oh, they have they have power that makes them definitely better what? than everyone else. You you literally perpetuate the you literally perpetuate the cycle that led gentle criminal to his suffering. That's what you do. That's because you're, you're the kind of person who is sucking the cock of all the heroes. Oh, you're all so great. Oh, you're so much better than me. Look at your cool powers. Jeez. Wait, wait, Duncan. You know, class one A isn't like inherently better right you know 1a and 1b is just random it's not like they put all the best applicants into 1a they're just that the makes them better action. yeah but yeah, i mean like just from seeing the like... two they're better yeah yeah that's because they're <laughs> i'm already i'm know. already i'm already aware i'm, I'm already aware what do you mean i'm an elitist so it it's whatever yeah jake yeah, and, wrong, right? and how is that you you Oh, yeah. Wait, that's how he thinks. That's he's like, just wrong. I'm just I'm wrong. How Duncan thinks. He's wrong. He's power. wrong. <laughs> I, I I will say I have seen another anime that does a that, that does a school festival in a much much better fashion than this. Assassination Classroom. Their school festival was really good. Yeah, theirs was awesome. Theirs was an amazing. That one was not festival. cringy, and that one like just was feel good happy. Yeah, it was a feel this good. One happy. Tried to make me feel good happy, but it was so cringy. Like. My my stomach hurt and my toes were curling in on themselves. <laughs> uh, it was awful. Yeah, assassination. Right. Now let's talk about a lot better. I agree, but I still the like peak this of one. my hero. The absolute peak of my hero is a show. What we've all been waiting for. Redeemed the entire season in my. What redeemed the entire eighty episodes in my time. The beginning of Endeavor's redemption arc. Whew. Whew. Now, first off, start. let me just start by saying episode start. 24. It was cool. Oh, it was cool to see the new heroes introduced. You got the rabbit girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've already seen. I've already yeah, seen she's all over made, Reddit. I've already seen I still don't know who she like, is. Ooh, look at this hero, dude. Like literally 10 seconds of screen time, and I've seen her everywhere. But yeah. uh, I. Mirko, dude. I don't even think I remember who you're talking about. She was like the number like seven or eight ranked when it showed the top ten. Hmm. But Reddit has so much fan art of her. I'm like, do all these people read the manga? Like, we don't know anything no, about where her. Where to even yet. start with Endeavor's character on these episodes? Beat, 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 beat. <laughs> Endeavor. Yeah, he just beats fantastic. his kid. Endeavor is the best character in this Why? show. Endeavor is the most inspirational character in this show. And to me, it's not even close. Endeavor is the most inspirational. Uh, all, to all me. Might is the most inspirational. All Might, all Might is at a standard which no human can achieve. Endeavor feels very real. And overcoming your overcoming your struggles to become a hero that people look up to, I think is so much more impactful than just kind of being the archetype of perfection. But but let's talk. Let's talk about let's talk about these two episodes. Uh, so I, honestly, I don't remember much of the one before. I do remember Endeavor, like shout, like just kind of saying, "Watch me, watch me." Yeah, so such a good line. Watch dude. me, so good. Watch me. They watched, and you know they, they did next episode. To the top, dude. They watched him, but Endeavor oh, himself. 
I'll be honest. And this is why I find Endeavor such a fascinating character. And this is also kind of goes into why I love Stain so much. So let me let me separate the characters into my hero into my hero into like four categories. First, you have heroes that have like good motivations. That would be like your Deku's. That would be your All Might's. Then you have heroes with the wrong motivations. That is the category Endeavor falls squarely in. Then you have villains with good motivations. Stain. That's where Stain falls in. And then you have villains with bad motivations. Okay. Yes. I don't know if his motivations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, his motivations <laughs> yeah, yeah. are good, yeah. but his execution is yeah, awful. No. That's what I'll say. Yeah, about his, Stain. his execution makes <laughs> his no sense. Like his motivations. Actual, like he wants actual heroes. He wants people like All Might instead of the fakes. Of course, his execution. Yeah, you're right. And 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 yeah, the way he goes about it makes is, zero like sense at all, though. Because it's it shows so somebody illogical. with good intentions. He wants to make the world a better place, but by doing evil, but by doing evil actions, he is perpetuating like a cycle of hatred. And he he, he evil actions that evil actions that yeah, don't even make yeah, sense. That, that's like, the he, thing. Was he, he, became, he became like became so good his viewpoint became so warped yeah. that he ended up hurting uh, Speed Guy's brother, who is actually like the kind of hero he would have admired but that that's what i yeah yeah he's but he's so warped that he thinks any weak hero yeah, doesn't deserve to I be a hero which kind of goes against his ideology fun character for me you you can tell he truly believes what he's doing is right even though he's be, become warped and he ends up hurting heroes for the wrong reasons endeavor oh guys i actually have class i have to go so you can keep going without me but I just want to say the Endeavor versus Nomu fight, dude, that Sakuga was so good. Oh my gosh, I loved that fight. All okay. Right. See, you Kevin, guys can keep going though. No, I actually have to leave. Well, that's a shame because okay. I know Kevin would have been clapping Bye. in support. So that sucks because I knew Kevin loved this fight too. But <laughs> so why I love Endeavor as a character. And Endeavor. I mean, I like the fight too. Was a hero, but for the wrong reasons. Endeavor. Endeavor was a hero solely to just become the strongest and to become the most powerful. And if you look back at his actions just in seasons one through three, he just came across as like a total douchebag. He he made, he made Todoroki, or he birthed him just for the mm-hmm. sake of having a hero that could surpass All Might. He was he became obsessed with power. And the reason why I thought this episode, these episodes, or it, it wasn't in these episodes, it was earlier in season four, but it's where, um. Endeavor eventually. After the. After oh, I mean, the that kids, was a good scene too, to but this one was specifically with dad, All Might. And he goes to All Might and he says, like, what makes a hero a hero? Right? And it. it, it no, it was something like that. No, he. No, 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 no. He, he yeah. said, yeah, base, what, yeah, what yeah. makes a symbol he, he, he a Because he, he, like the show states earlier that um, Endeavor actually put away more villains than All Might. Like, Endeavor has done more, like, physically, like, saving lives and crime stuff than All Might has. But because All Might... Yeah, yeah, it does. But because All Might is this, really? became a symbol of peace and became the ideal version of a hero, that is what kind of inspired the masses, and that's what helped them become a symbol. So the reason I love Endeavor and his transformation here is it's because, Ende- it's because All Might is no longer the symbol of peace, right? He lost his ability. And so Endeavor is the number one hero, and he's putting criminals away at like the same rate he always has. But he's realizing that crime is still increasing, 
And so he has to look at himself and he he says, why is crime continually increasing even though I'm putting away more people than All Might? So he goes to All Might and he asks him what makes the, like what makes the symbol of, like what makes the symbol of peace the symbol of peace? And so because because of that line of questioning with All Might, he ends up having to kind of discover what it means to be a hero for himself and how to actually become a hero with good intentions and motivations rather than just like a blind pursuit for for power. And so that leads. Yeah. Wait. Are you are, are you sure that he yeah. put away more people than All Might? Because I I feel like the symbol of yeah, peace they were. was just the hero yeah. that villains yeah, were exactly. most scared of. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to go but rob that store because put I'm away... so scared of that guy. No, Endeavor put yeah, away so more heroes. Then it is power. Villains. The show states that. Then why wouldn't? Oh my god! Why wouldn't oh people god, be more scared of that's him? Like that's like the whole point. Of, that's would, like the whole the... point of the goddamn show, dude. It's because all it's because all might all might became a symbol of peace. I thought that. I thought it's, that it's, conversation. It's not, it's not. Here's the thing. It's not necessarily. Right. I thought the conversation there was just all, the all might. It's why am I always saying heroes? It's not putting away the villains. It's how you act. The way all might acts as a character, he holds himself in high esteem. He's he acts very heroic and stoic, like a hero. Endeavor Endeavor is does not act how a hero should act. Well, yes, I I which agree, is why but I think he doesn't have the fear from villains of him. Right, and I. Uh, no, I feel like that's, no, that's not, that's not, that's not have what it OP is. Superpower. I mean, hmm. you, I mean, you can, you that's can look that, it up. I, I, I did research on this is like probably the only thing in my hero. I actually care. I actually cared enough to like watch videos on. See, so you think that once Endeavor be, like, cause I, I agree. He's entering an arc where he needs to learn how to become a nice guy. Oh, I mean, I think that already a good hero. End and not an awful person you think that once he learns how to become no, a explain. good person that he'll become the new so, symbol of peace so then so then Todoroki or uh, he tells his son Todoroki I'll be a father you can be proud of right and then in the beginning of episode 25 right it's like I love this because it shows him like trying awkwardly kind of in the same way that Deku tries to just copy All Might he tries to just become kind of more personable and sociable, even though that's not really in his nature. Like when the, you remember the kid who was like a diehard fan, he's like, Oh my God. He like tries, he like tries to go up to him and say, Hey, yeah. you want to shake like, right. you want to have an autograph? And the kid is like freaked out. Cause he's like, Endeavor would never actually yeah. like, sign or do anything. Like he's a dick bag. <laughs> and so then the kid walks off and he's just kind of like, he doesn't really know what to do. He just yeah. feels awkward. But, um, so the reason Oh, I, I get I get so dis- I don't even know where to start with this. Um, so I guess I'll start with his mom, right? And it shows like his kids uh, going to visit like Todoroki's mom, right? And uh, like his kids are kind of bashing on Endeavor, like I don't know why you still uh, st- st- stand up from. And then she and then she says, "Well, like he brings me flowers." So I like that because it shows that. I mean, yes, obviously beating your wife and your family is like horrible. But 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 it shows that like deep down he cares. He does care about <laughs> his family. He just became so obsessed with becoming the strongest that he got lost in his blind pursuit of power. But it but the, his blind pursuit of power in itself is what made his character good. The the, re, the reason why Hawk admires Endeavor was because Endeavor in the scene where he was building the bridge like halfway through the fight, Endeavor was the only hero that even tried to keep up with all my he was the only one that endeavored and pushed on to become the 
number one hero in spite of the overwhelming power and just persona that All Might had. So I, I, I just love Endeavor as a character because the same thing that led that led that leading that, that led to him becoming as strong as he was and uh, having Hawk and Myron is the same is the same quality that ended up breaking his family and hurting his family, and seeing him overcome that in the in the arc and becoming and eventually bringing down the Nomu and actually, I don't know if you noticed this but you remember when he comes crashing down right and he raises up his fist. So I think in uh in season three, yeah, All Might uh, lifts up his left hand as like the symbol of peace, and in this, Endeavor lifts 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 up his right hand. So that kind of signifies he's he's a symbol, but not in the same way that uh, All Might is a hero or All Might is a symbol. All Might is a symbol of peace, where I I see Endeavor as a symbol of hope, and being being able to overcome uh, your wrongful nature to become like a hero and and then also i think him like just falling down and putting up the hand that hmm. also kind of just signals his rebirth also him getting his eye gouged out and having the scar where todoroki has that shows kind of him becoming more like his family i think all that was kind of small symbolism that was like thrown in the fight and just seeing endeavor overcome all that and become a symbol for people to look up to and that even even though it's night uh his like his fire still shines brightly that's why I like that fight, and that's why it's probably my favorite episode in My Hero. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it was a really good episode. I agree with the Endeavor points. I hadn't thought of the symbol of peace being more than just being ultimately strong, but I did see it as necessary for Endeavor to get yeah. to that point. And I, I'm pretty sure his, his like uh, part continues in season five, which will probably make season five my favorite season of My Hero. If there's actually an arc just fully focused on Endeavor and what, what he's doing, dude, that'll make me so hype. But, uh, and I mean, Hawk is probably my favorite design character. His, his yeah. VA, his design is just super cool. But I love the Hawk Endeavor duo. I think that's a fun duo, dude. But, dude, I am actually surprised you, you thought All Might being a symbol of peace was just his raw strength. Yeah, because I, I thought the symbol of peace is the someone that people are looking to is that's why there's peace right now. Like, because of All Might, there's peace. And the only reason why there would be peace is, like, peace through strength. The villains are scared that All Might is going to beat them. And it's not a matter of how many villains he beats. It's that he's capable of beating any villain. Like Endeavor could have taken away way more people, but All Might's cap is way above Endeavor's cap, and so the big bad villains aren't even yeah, going to go out or any because they know they're more, all going to get whooped by All Might. Like I said earlier, it's it's not what you do; it's how you do it. And I think because All Might, when he takes away villains or when he's doing anything, he does it with a smile. And you have you have it. It does be, because, yeah, but how because people, how people, would that make things peaceful he, though? I don't know. I don't know how else to explain this. He's the symbol of peace. So by acting like this, by it's okay, All Might is here. It, it gives people a sense that they can rely on All Might, and that regardless of what happens, All Might can come in to save the day. Whereas Endeavor doesn't have that, and it's not because it's not because of All Might's raw strength. Yeah, I I get that aspect of it. The show. Okay, sure. I get the I, I get the effect that All Might has on the the good citizens, 
But what I don't understand is the effect on the crime. The crime rate's rising now that All Might's not around. That's not because the villains were were all put at ease because of All Might's smile. That was because they were scared of how strong he was. Like the crime rate being on the rise, I think is a is fully attested yeah. to the strength. People's yeah. emotional yeah, state yes, exactly. and people's and that, that, unrest. That, like, with, yeah, with, uh, that, with that never, that's why I never struggled the, because Endeavor was doing all this stuff, but he, the, the people still didn't see him as a symbol, which means there was still civil unrest. With villains, with villains, sure. With villains, sure. Yeah, but I mean, what what about the crime rate? I mean, because 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 of, because of fear. Why was the crime rate of, rising then? Oh my, like, what you said. If Endeavor I'm was saying, still putting the, away. The focus of the symbol isn't on the villains, it's on the people. It's on the population. It's not, it's not about putting away the villains, it's about protecting the citizens. Oh. Gotcha. I never can... Cons- I, I never thought about it from the point of view of the symbol of peace was a symbol for the people. I thought symbol of peace was a symbol I mean, for everybody. I mean, it prevents villains from attacking, but more than that, it puts it the population at from ease. Attacking. Mm. I mean, not necessarily... Like, because villains don't vi- I mean, villains still attack when All Might's around. It's just the All Might as a symbol of peace puts people's mental state at ease. Whereas with... Even within the Endeavor fight, when Endeavor's fighting, the people are going insane. They're rioting. If it was... I mean, just compare that with, with All Might's fight. When All Might was fighting all for one, nobody was really freaking out. It was just kind of everyone standing watching the fight. With Endeavor, you saw people running for their lives. That's a testament to Endeavor not being a symbol yeah. while All Might was a symbol of peace. Right. But I think that covers... Right. Yeah. I mean, Kevin's not here to give his review, so we'll ask him that next That covers time. the whole season. Uh, yeah. For me... My hero, season four was yeah an eight out of ten. It was. I I loved Endeavor's uh, uh, last two episodes, and that's what carried it to an eight for me. Uh, I thought Deku, Deku really peaked for me as a protagonist in season two, and I feel like in it's honestly in this season a lot he was just very annoying to me. It had great moments, but there's also a lot of episodes that I just found not super interesting. So for me, an eight. I would say an eight out of ten as well. Yeah, I would go eight out of ten because the Endeavor fight was great. I really liked the overhaul arc. I think the things that brought it down was Gentle Criminal and that whole thing. (laughs) <laughs> so like if gentle criminal wasn't there i think i'd put it at like a nine I mean, but to me, it's not I even just, gentle i, I, don't it, like gentle it, criminal. I, I actually like his episodes is deku's fight with gentle i would have removed that the school festival uh and i guess a couple other i guess some of the early episodes with nighthawk hawk night eye <laughs> yeah i didn't find super interesting not night eye yeah but i mean it was, it was good I think I think yeah, I gave I'd season say, two an eight out of eight, out of, eight 10 out of ten. As well. And season one and three, I gave a seven. <laughs> Just because, yeah, <laughs> I feel like mm. season three, a lot of people would disagree on, but yeah, it wasn't like amazingly great for me. But I mean, that's my hero, so. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for sticking it out through the whole episode if you guys made it um this was our first take on an anime only episode there will definitely be more to come 
definitely about One Piece and some other stuff too. Days. Uh, we could probably talk about One Piece for days. So, yeah. So we'll try and figure out some way to bring that to you in some structured environment so that it's not just us rambling for an hour and a half. But yeah, stay tuned for that. Next time, um, we'll probably do a non-anime episode so we can get that content out for you non-weebs well, out there. I love you guys a lot. But yeah, Jake, anything Keep else you want to say? Bye.